Okay. My guest is author of a newly released book and one that is sure to draw some attention. It's titled Objective Evil, Satanism in the U.S. Intelligence Community. He is an investigative reporter who has written for various publications in the Denver area and around the United States. This book is the culmination of several years of work and presents some pretty startling implications for the direction that this country is heading in, if this is true. Believe it or not, there is a UFO angle to this whole, th whole thing, which uh, we're going to discuss tonight. He is our Roy Blake, and I want to welcome Roy to the program. Good evening. Thank you. Uh, Roy, let's start off by... Uh, let's let's. I want to ask you real quick, what, why the title of the book, Objective Evil? Well, Objective Evil is because uh, the main character uh, that, that made this book possible uh, is a fellow named Colonel Michael Aquino. Uh, he's a director of the Defense Intelligence Agency and also the Army Psychological Operations Division. He's also a former high priest of the Church of Satan and uh, has formed his own uh, Temple of Set, which is a, which is a break off of the of the Church of Satan. Uh, anyway, he is uh, he's written uh, several several books on uh, on mind war. Uh, clearly, into into um, he's been on the Oprah Winfrey show. Uh, there he he'd been more or less a, a secret until there were some child molestation uh, allegations against him in the San Francisco Bay Area. One of his teachings is that there is no such thing as objective evil. That uh, that there's an elite. Uh, of people that knows that evil is only a subjective thing, um, that only the masses of us uh, stupid people believe that there's such a thing as objective evil. And the full title, uh, Objective Evil, Satanic Cults and U.S. Intelligence, uh, is because he he proves the existence of it uh, just by himself. And my further investigation uh, showed that uh, he's hardly an aberration. Uh, there There is this sort of thing going on throughout uh, the intelligence community, uh, not just in in the experimentation with the paranormal, uh, in in the day-to-day -day, um, uh, things having to do with covert ops, um, uh, it's 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 an absolutely mind-boggling uh, subject. The whole thing, uh, as, as I mentioned earlier, he's a he's a or as I mentioned to you, uh, he's also a member of the National Space Institute, um, which which makes some of the some of the uh, uh, things that he tells. Uh, to his followers in, in a restricted variety, third degree Satanists and higher, uh, very curious indeed. Now, I guess most of the time now, for myself, example, you know, I, I don't care what a person practices personally, but what really kind of disturbs me about this research that you've done is, is that, you know, when you think of uh, Satanism and that type of thing, you think of rock and roll music, you know, and the kind of classic stuff that people associate with it. You don't associate someone who's a colonel in the army. Uh, you know, somebody that might be involved in something like this. What, you know, what? How does this? How does this all come down? I mean, obviously this is true. How does all this balance? Well, my personal opinion is that Aquino might well have been a, a product of generational Satanism. He, uh, that's that's something that's been underground in this country since the 1950s. Um, there's a group here in Colorado talks about it called Justice Unlimited, and. Uh, there, there's a group that uh, called the False Memory Syndrome Foundation, which uh, has, has attempted to discredit these people's memories. A lot of them are recovered memories because the trauma was so complete. Uh, it, it actually is fairly extensive. It has roots. Uh, the roots, the, uh, it, the intelligence satanic connection goes back at least to the Civil War. And Albert Pike, who's one of the great founders of Masonism in this country, has a statue in Washington D.C. and is also one of the co-founders of the Ku Klux Klan. The Ku Klux Klan. Um, 
has he uh, he gave that a, an occult tradition it isn't really christian the burning cross is is very much a satanic symbol it it seems obvious on the surf, surface that it is but then you have uh, some of the uh, less knowledgeable clansmen claiming that they're christians um and and the, and the thing goes back to a, an occultist named Alethus Levy uh, from from the from the middle part of the uh, uh, 19th century, uh, who, who of whom uh, Pike was a follower. Uh, then there's a then there's a, a fellow by the name of Aleister Crowley who, Aquino calls the first beast of the apocalypse. He gave himself that name, uh, the Beast 666. Uh, he was involved with British intelligence and French intelligence, uh, both in World War One possibly World War II. Um, Hitler supposedly uh, was uh, quite a follower of, of a lot of the things he said supposedly. So uh, uh, there's also a, quite a history of, uh, of occultism going back to the SS um, and uh, it's talked about uh, very extensively with, uh, uh, with uh, Heinrich Himmler, for instance, who had the magic castle at Well Wellsburg. Okay, let's hold it there. Hold your thought there. We've got to take our break. 1-800-836-2009, 1-800-836-2009. My guest is Roy Blake, author of Objective Evil, Satanic Cults in the U.S. Intelligence Community. Give us a call. It's toll-free number. I hear from you tonight. I'm Michael Corbin, and you're listening to the Paranet Continuum. We'll be right back. 1-800-836-2009, 1-800-836-2009. My guest is Roy Blake. We're talking about his book, Objective Evil, Satanic Cults in the U.S. Intelligence Community. And uh, as you know, we've we've had several pro uh, people on the program over the last few months talking about some of this stuff. Uh, last December, we had John Rappaport, who was talking about the uh, uh, U.S. government mind control experimentation on children. This stuff keeps cropping up, Roy, and I mean it's it's just all over the place out there. And we see this come across uh, the Paranet network and the internet and different places like that. From your research, uh, what are the links that you have found between satanic cults? And the U.S. intelligence communities. Well, uh, from from the uh, Justice Unlimited, one of the largest um, groups of people uh, that were abused, besides what they call satanic ritual abuse, was a new form of abuse which I had not heard of. That I guess they say said something like a third or a quarter of the people uh, who had been abused and remembered their abuse called it a militaristic abuse, in which uh, which uh, they were uh, a lot of them on military bases, a lot of them uh, subjected to the MK Ultra. Uh, sorts of experimentation. Uh, MK Ultra, uh, for anyone who who isn't familiar with the subject, uh, was the CIA's bizarre experiments. That was the the uh, experiments, for instance, uh, the biological warfare experiments to create uh, bacteriums and viruses, uh, genetically engineered. Uh, also, uh, uh, mind control was in that, and uh, also the LSD experiments, all those things. Uh, and in fact, they they sometimes ran into one another. The, one of the uh, biological warfare engineers jumped out of a hotel room in um, in New York City, supposedly on Olson? LSD. That was Olson, yeah. yeah. Now, the MKUltra stuff, now we know that that exists because uh, essentially the church committee uh, in 70, what was it, 74? Yeah, somewhere in the 70s. Yeah. Uh -huh. they, uh, they basically exposed this type of thing that had been going on since the 50s. Right. Allegedly, though, this stuff has stopped. Right. I mean, Gerald Ford signed an executive order uh, ordering the CIA to stop the mind control experimentation. However, there were partners. Um, the the Army uh, Psychological Division and the Defense Intelligence Agency were all partners with the CIA and were not covered by this executive order. And in fact, through my Freedom of Information Act request, I found out that there's a, there's a good deal of documents existent since 1977 uh, that I that I that I got a few of, 
from the Defense Intelligence Agency ind indicating that, in fact, uh, their interest in this uh, is, is ongoing. Okay, now their interest in mind control. Right. Okay. Now, what the documents that you've gotten that have been released uh, that indicate this kind of stuff is still going on. Right. What types of things are they messing around with, the Defense Intelligence Agency, when it comes to mind control? I know there's been allegations about uh, psychotronic research, which right. we've talked about mm -hmm. a lot. Um, what other kinds of things are going on? Now, you mentioned earlier, and I want to go back to that in your answer, but uh, you mentioned something about you know a lot of people talking about being taken to military bases. How many of these people are, are in other words, is there any proof that that verifies that they were taken to military bases or are these basically stories well most of it happens as you say to, to small children and small children uh, are, aren't used as witnesses very well in uh, most courts of law and it's, and it's uh, or, or else people that are, are not in a position to say and then say such things and this is done you know for a good reason that, that they don't make credible witnesses uh, I, I will point out uh, we got a we got a copy of Aquino's paper here from Psyop the uh, to Mind War the Psycholo Psychology of Victory, um, in which which uh, he uh, co-wrote with the Colonel Paul Vallelli. Uh, now let me interrupt uh -huh, you real quick. Uh -huh. This document you've got, this is an official document written under his banner of. Well, he was major at the time rather than a lieutenant colonel. But this was yeah. an official document that was circulated in the military. Right. Uh huh. Okay. And. Um, <clears throat> anyway, uh, it 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 makes the point that psyops uh, should be should be used on the entire population of a country to help win a war. That we were it makes first it starts out with a with a with a uh, thing like the uh, Germans said we were stabbed in the back, saying that we lost in Vietnam because we were out psyoped. The psyops, uh, first of all, Aquino was a psychological operations uh, person in Vietnam. It was highly decorated because of the. Uh, he invented a program which caused uh, 13,000 or so, I believe, NVA and VC to surrender without a fight. So he was highly decorated, and the Army's uh, part of the reason the Army's put up with him as long as they have covered for him. Uh, but uh, he, they, they make the point that the Army also already possesses, I'm, I'm quoting from the paper, the Army already possesses a, an operational weapon system designed what LTC uh, Alexander would like ESP to do, except that this weapon systems uses existing communications media. It seeks to map the minds of neutral and enemy individuals and then to change them in accordance with U.S. national interests. It does this on a wide scale, embracing military units, regions, nations, and blocks. In its present form, it is called psychological operations. Now, now he's claiming in that paper that there's already a weapon in place. Yes. When was this paper written? Um... The exact date on this paper, I'm really not sure of. I believe it was the, the early 80s, early 1980s. Okay. Now, does that, in, when you, when you, we know what that weapon is. Well, there are, there are several possibilities for this weapon, uh, which are discussed uh, in the back. Uh, the first uh, possibility is uh, taking advantage of phenomena such as atmospheric electrical, electromagnetic activity, air ionization, and the third possibility, which I think is the best possibility, extremely low frequency waves or ELF waves. So we could be talking about microwave radiation, right? that type of thing. Yes. Okay, hold that thought. We'll come back and uh, we'll get into a little bit more of that, psychotronics and mind control and all this other stuff. Uh, it's quite a, quite a deep subject. My guest is Roy Blake. We're talking about his book, Objective Evil, Satanic Cults in the U.S. Intelligence Community. Stay tuned and uh, you'll be able to hear at the end of the program how you can get a copy of this book. Uh, I'm Michael Corbin and you're listening to the Paranet Continuum. 
1-800-836-2009. My guest is Roy Blake. We're talking about objective evil. U.S. Satanism in the U.S. intelligence community, and uh, quite a deep subject. Um, Roy, um, how did you get involved in this? How did you get s interested in this subject? I'm curious. Well, I've been an investigative reporter, uh, either for newspapers or as a freelance investigative reporter since 1978. Uh, this particular story uh, was the result of some pieces that I was doing for uh, a, a little paper in town here called Metropolitan Accent, which was uh, attempting to go up against Westward for a while, and they wanted some some good investigative pieces. The first piece I gave them, which which was about uh, how Gary Hart was set up in the in the '88 campaign, uh, that that's a long story, so I don't want to go into yeah, that. Sure. Um, uh, the the second piece uh, had to do with uh, Iran Contra and some of the local figures that were involved in Iran-Contra, including a fellow named Heinrich Rupp, which uh, out of um, uh, Aurora, who uh, who was in the Luftwaffe, was recruited by the CIA, flew for Air America, and, uh, and alleges uh, in federal court that he was the pilot for William Casey in the October Surprise um, meetings in Paris. Uh, the third one was the result of a local thing that happened, a, a little satanic cult uh, at a little high school in Aurora, uh, where a student ended up dead. Uh, the police ruled at the time an, an, uh, that it was an accidental shooting. Um, in investigating that, a lot of the students came forward and started t talking to me about the cult, about uh, things having to do with the cult, uh, where the cult met. Uh, the, the, the code of silence had really been broken by, by the students uh, being upset about the, the, uh, what, what was really a murder of uh, this other student. And uh, one of the most curious things they told me was how uh, the cult wasn't really just high school students that were into heavy metal. It was run by adults, and not only adults, but adults that uh, were, were, would be considered pillars, pillars of the community. Let me ask you this. Now, bring this around to the UFO thing. I mean, we hear a lot of stuff out there, okay? Uh, abduction phenomena, for example, where there are people are allegedly taken from their beds. There is one theory that runs throughout the UFO field or the research community that says that the matter of fact, Walter Bauert, who's been on the program a couple of times talking about mind control, this kind of thing overlaps. Um, we hear this come up in uh, in this kind of stuff that there's a possibility. Like uh, there's a paper that's circulating out there called the Controllers, a guy named Martin Cannon wrote in California, that basically says that an alien abductions might be nothing more than uh, some type of uh, psychological warfare, uh, mind control manipulation, including implants and that type of thing. What do you say to that? Well, there is, there is an overlap. Um, I, you know the, um, uh, the French author, uh, Valley? You know Jacques Valley, yes. Yeah, uh -huh. okay. Um, he's, he's long been of the opinion that there, and, and, and has fairly good proof that there's, there's an overlap, uh, certainly with uh, French intelligence. Mm -hmm. um, not just a valet, but uh, uh, Aquino as well is an interesting. Uh, is an interesting. He sits on the National Space Institute. To his followers of uh, that are third degree Satanists and higher, uh, he talks about in in a in a article for um, uh, one of his uh, publications uh, called the cloning of Nicky Nicky Six. Nicky Six uh, was a uh, uh, musician with Motley Crue. The original Nicky Six, uh, certainly one of the most satanic of the whole group. Uh, got in some serious trouble in Florida, and uh, they they got him put under house arrest, and and uh, basically got a clone or somebody else that they said was Nikki Six to uh, play his part in a band. 
Well, anyway, he wrote to the Temple of Set, which was Aquino's group, uh, claiming that he, you know, and and uh, saying, you know, that he wanted to join the Temple of Set and was was a Satanist and all that. And uh, Aquino uh, talks about uh, that through the uh, kind efforts of uh, a, a believe an alien named Pantechnicon from the Andromeda Galaxy. An alien? Here? Well, yeah, uh, named Pantechnicon from the Andromeda Galaxy. They were able to give him help uh, obtaining lawyers and this sort of thing. Uh, Aquino's most secret book, which is the hardest to obtain, uh, even though I've had uh, four or five defectors from the Temple of Set give me materials, I was never able to obtain this, is called The Dark Side. It's uh, it's an opposite of Star Wars sort of thing. And then, interestingly enough, uh, takes place in the Andromeda Galaxy. Aquino, uh, as high up as a, an official as he is in the um, in the uh, uh, <clears throat> Defense Intelligence Agency, uh, absolutely top secret clearance reports reports only to the Joint Chiefs of Staff. Will tells his followers, uh, although not the public, uh, <clears throat> that that indeed he does believe there was a Philadelphia experiment. A Philadelphia experiment. Yes. He does believe that. Yes. In fact, uh, he 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 even uh, he even uh, refers to some stuff which shows that time reversal can be can be at, uh, shown uh, in an ordinary chemistry lab on the subatomic level. Let me ask you a question. We're going to talk about the Philadelphia experiment briefly because mm -hmm. I know you mentioned that in your book. It's under the uh, auspices of the Montauk Project, which is Moon and uh, Nichols, Preston Nichols, and right. I can't remember. Is it Peter Moon? Peter Moon. Peter yes. Moon. Yeah. But uh, I have a question. I, I guess maybe you've probably been asked this before, but why? what proof do we have that Mr. Kino's or Colonel Kino's uh, Satan, Satanism background is intermeshing with his job? In other words, what do, what do we have that we say that the Satanism part flows into the professional part of his work? Well, he, uh, he made that point when he, he wrote a letter to my editor when I did the original article for Axet which mentioned him and he said that he saw nothing sinister with the fact that he was both a Satanist and also uh, head of the Army Psychological Operations Department uh, to which I answered in my book that I thought that that was an incredible lack of an imagination for for a fellow with a with a reported IQ of 155 or else an extremely different perspective and as as uh, as I mentioned uh, from objective evil, I think that the uh, latter answer is true. He has an extremely different perspective. I think it's kind of interesting that uh, you know I, I admit that it's interesting that he uh, would hold such a high position uh, militaristically or politically, if you will, and at the same time have this type of a background because you know I know a lot of people just in my research talking to scientists about the subject of UFOs. Um, you know, for example, I have a, a source in NASA. The guy is very afraid that if he is even associated with UFO research, that he might be ostracized by his peers in the scientific community. And I kind of wonder why that doesn't happen to, to, Aquino. to Aquino. Well, Aquino is also a big believer in vampires. His, uh, uh, the second highest order in the Temple of Set is, is the vamp order of the vampire. His wife is a grandmaster vampire. Uh, one of the other members of the Defense Intelligence Agency that's a member of the Temple of Set, Dennis Mann, uh, is a vampire, as well as a lawyer, which gave us the only comedy relief we had in the book. Um, but uh, <coughs> this this isn't... Uh, this isn't... Uh, th there, there, there is a lot of uh, proof that, uh, th that the Satanism comes through. Uh, the Army Handbook for Chaplains uh, reportedly was... was uh, 
changed because of Aquino's um, introduction uh, into it of uh, materials on the Church of Satan and the Temple of Set, and also very uh, positive description of Satanism generally in, it, when, in, when, in which uh, Satanism to the chaplains is described as a pro-life religion. Well, see, but the thing is, I, I myself would not practice Satanism. But I, right. again, I, I'm saying that I don't see how that should be grounds. You know, what I'm saying it's they're entitled to their religious beliefs if that's right. a religion. Uh -huh. But you know, I'm interested to find out how this interlaps or overlaps into you know this research that he does. I mean, or not research, but the job that he does. You say we've got proof. What kind of proof do we have that? Um, you know that the satanic thing is going on in the intelligence community. We, I mean, you can say mind control experimentation, which I think is heinous. Uh -huh. I mean, it's just like it's, it's as bad as talking about feeding, um, you know, retarded children r milk that's you know laced with plutonium or whatever. But how does the how do these lap? I mean, how do these connect, link together? Uh, is there an agenda? Is there an agenda by these people? If there is an agenda, what is the agenda? What are they trying to accomplish? Well, it's interesting. Uh, he, he, Aquino is also a big believer in revelations. Uh, uh, Bible, the, the biblical revelations. Bibl biblical revelations. In some of uh, his, his, uh, in, he signs his name uh, to his followers, uh, along with the priest of Mardoch and high priest of Mendes and a few other things. He signs it to, uh, and to the profane, which is our non-Satanists, the second beast of revelations. He considers himself the second beast of revelations and. And in fact, I had to go back to Revelations and read it to realize that in fact there was a second beast. Uh, um, now, uh, <clears throat> the first beast is is the one that's brought back to life by the second beast, and and if he, and he, he refers to Crowley, of course, as the first beast. So, so he, he yeah he has he has that agenda. Um, there's there's some evidence that uh, he, the uh, whole agenda of the um, or belief in the in what's go, it, what's to come. Uh, of the Temple of Set is that there will be a big catastrophe which will destroy most of the people on the earth and there will be an elite who survive and that elite that elite is the Satanists uh, I want you to hold that thought mm -hmm. uh, we, we, that's, I want to come back to that because that's interesting you said that mm -hmm. um, we've heard someone talking about catastrophe I guess it was Dr. Lewis last week talking mm -hmm. about catastrophe theory and stuff like this I want to focus on that and I also want to talk about the Montauk Project uh, a little bit about that, which you have in your book, because uh, that's an interesting linkage. I'm Michael Corbin. Uh, my guest in studio is Roy Blake, author of Objective Evil, Satanic Cults in the U.S. Intelligence Community. An interesting book. Uh, this is an interesting subject, very complex. 1-800-836-2009, 1-800-836-2009. I'm Michael Corbin, and you're listening to the Paranet Continuum. We'll be right back. And welcome back, my guest, Roy Blake, author of Objective Evil, Satanic Cults in U.S. Intelligence. And uh, when we went to break, we were talking about the uh, the idea that there's a catastrophe coming. Can you expound on that a little bit, uh, talk about that? What does that mean? Well, it's it's not defined... Um you know, to, at least to the uh, to the uh, outside world, as much other than. Uh, but one of the ways that the, such a catastrophe could occur, other than of course uh, polluting ourselves to death, uh, might be a genetically engineered virus for that say Satanists only have the vaccine for. And there is some evidence that there uh, that there's a that there's there's a link between the new biological uh, warfare research that's that's been occurring out at the Dugway Proving Ground, and in Washington D.C. Uh, uh, the the uh, rumors that uh, that there's a super flu due out of China. Um, there, there, you know, uh, there's you know the, uh, the 
the uh, people that uh, alleged that AIDS was an early experiment. Uh, in fact, uh, there is proof there, uh, that came out in the church hearings uh, that, that uh, the Belgian Congo, uh, at the time was Belgian Congo, was used as a testing ground uh, for some some army viruses uh, during the MK Ultra, and uh, uh, one of the one of the original targets uh, was a was a guy who did uh, end up being killed, uh, one of the Congolese leaders. So uh, that that's one one means. Uh, there are some others. Uh, there's this this harp. Uh, I don't know if you've heard about this harp. Yes. Yeah. Uh -huh. yeah. Which that's is the uh, high energy high energy. How does it work? What is that? Oh, the, uh, it's an atmospheric research project right. that's going up in Alaska. Yeah, we've been hearing a lot about it lately. Yeah, and and it's it's really well connected with ELF waves. Um, there's you know there's there's a number of things that could happen. What their what their real uh, what their real plans are? Uh, how if they plan to bring it about or they just believe it's going to be brought about? Um, that's that's not known. But the, but the thing is that they believe that the network. Uh, of themselves, the Satanists, the elite, uh, will be the only ones with the knowledge and the and the, and the power to survive it. It's not like Christians too. Uh, yeah, it, it, there's a there's a weird dichotomy. Um, there's a, there's a str strange dichotomy that the two groups uh, uh, seem to have a, a, a symbiotic relationship. Uh, a lot of uh, people that leave Satanism uh, turn to, to born born again Christianity and. Uh, and, uh, and in fact, there's even uh, televangelists who are supposedly secret Satanists as well. So. Wow. I know that there's been a lot of uh, discussion, for example, um, talk about him a lot too on the programs, Graham Hancock's book, Fingerprints of the Gods. Graham's whole theory is, is that we're heading towards some kind of a global cat uh, cataclysm. Now, not necessarily uh, a virus or a super virus or anything, but more of a geological catastrophe. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm kind of concerned. You know, I... I'm not sure what you ascribe it to. I mean, there seems to be a lot of that. I turn on the television today, and you see a lot of discussion about end times. And, uh, you know, the thing is, is that when you start talking about some of this stuff, it makes you wonder how much of this is actually trumped up, not necessarily trumped up, but, uh, you know, th there seems to be a big fear factor here. Yeah, I, I think that the geological end of it is, 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 um, is exaggerated. Uh, I don't see... Um there, there are ways that uh, you know you can you can cause falls to slip, as we know here in uh, here in Colorado. If you pump certain certain things sure. down the down into faults, uh, you can cause falls to slip. But I think that on its own, uh, the tectonic plates don't move quickly enough to cause all these great earth changes that a lot of these uh, so-called prophets foresee. Now, what's the story on the Montauk project? Okay, the story on the Montauk project, uh, the, or at least the Montauk books. Now, I, I can't really uh, swear to the authenticity of the Montauk project, and, it's, and there isn't really any proof that's pr presented in the Montauk books. Uh, basically, it has to do with the Philadelphia experiment, uh, although uh, apparently uh, as important to the Philadelphia Naval Shipyard was the uh, uh, Montauk base uh, up on Long Island. Anyway, the authors of the Montauk book is, 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 is an interesting thing. One of the authors is a fellow named Peter Moon, who's apparently very high up in the Church of Scientology. And again, that, that makes me wary to begin with. But there was a lot of good information in the book and some, some in information which I was able to use, uh, particularly about the uh, Babylon working, um, which was conducted by uh, followers of Aleister Crowley. Now, the Babylon working was apparently fictionally represented in the movie Rosemary's Baby, which also has a cult um, uh, Anton LaVey of the Church of Satan was a technical advisor to Rosemary's Baby. Uh, Rosemary's Baby was called the biggest, uh, yeah, uh, was was called the biggest uh, advertisement for Satanism ever conducted. Uh, it was a scary movie. I it didn't... was it was a scary movie. Uh, that the uh, the 
the uh, the the uh, Babylon working. Uh, L. Ron Hubbard apparently was a was one of the people that was involved in the Babylon working. Was a person very close to Moon, as was Jack Parsons, founder of the uh, Jet Propulsion Lab. Possibly Robert Heinlein, another science fiction writer. Uh, it was to create an Antichrist. One of the reasons that Aquino claims uh, his his uh, pedigree as Antichrist is that he was born nine months, exactly nine months after the Babylon working which was uh, and Aleister Crowley, who these people were followers of uh, in a group called the OTO, which is the Order Templi Orientis, which was uh, um, believed uh, the Knights Templars uh, after they were, uh, um, after they were uh, uh, mostly destroyed in France uh, following the uh, Crusades. They became a secret society and, and some say a very satanic uh, secret society. Uh, <clears throat> the uh, uh, Crowley... Crowley's main uh, organization was the OTO, although he was also uh, involved with groups such as the Golden Dawn. Uh, many of the great authors, uh, George Bernard Shaw uh, of, the, of, the great, of the great English authors, uh, was involved in the Golden Dawn. There's, there's a history of, uh, of the elites uh, uh, being involved in, uh, in, a, in occultism and Satanism going way back. Uh, it was they're, they're, the Druidism and the, and, the, and the witchcraft was called the old religion and was the real religion, uh, supposedly, of the, of the English monarchs. Okay. In about a minute now, we've got to wrap up this okay. segment, but in about a minute, where is your research going? What's after this book? Well, there, I've, I've got so much, uh, so much new information that there's obviously going to be a, uh, a sequel to the book. Um, it, it's, right now, it's going in so many different directions that, uh, that it's hard to pin it down. Okay. So, so I, I, uh, it won't be out for a while. Um, all I can say is I, I think that this this book would be a good primer, and uh, I, I find it 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 was it was a terribly uh, tough thing uh, for me to to uh, imagine that all these things can exist uh, in going through it, and it's going to be even tougher uh, uh, the new information that I'm coming up with. Okay. 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 Okay.